it's Mr. Damon, and I am so excited to get to spend time with you tonight. And I have a story I know you are going to love. But before we get started, why don't you take a moment and ask your dad or your mom, your grandma, grandpa, auntie, uncle, foster parent, whoever it is that you live with, if they want to come and join you for tonight's Church Kids story. Don't worry, I'll wait for you. Ready, set, go. All right, are you ready? Great. I have a question for you. Have you ever been stuck before? Maybe you climbed up a tree too high and someone had to come and help you or they had your parents had to call a helicopter to come and rescue you. Or maybe you fell down behind the couch and got squished against the wall. Ah! One time when I was little, I climbed headfirst into my sleeping bag. But then my brother Joel jumped on top of me and I was trapped inside and I couldn't get out. I was like, mom, dad, help, I'm stuck. We can feel stuck in other ways too. Maybe we're having trouble sitting still at school and we feel trapped in our seat. Or maybe our parents tell us that we can't leave our room until we clean up all of our toys and we feel trapped. Or maybe we've been lying a lot and we don't know how to stop and we feel stuck in a bad habit. The great news is God does not want us to stay stuck. He wants to help us with our big problems and our small ones. And tonight's story is all about a young man named Joseph. And it shows us that Jesus is always ready to help us when we feel stuck. We are on an amazing journey discovering that every single story in the Bible points us to Jesus. And in our last story, we learned about Abraham and Isaac and how their story points us to who Jesus is, the Lamb of God who died in our place on the cross. Well, after that day on the mountain, Isaac grew up, he got married, and had a son of his own that he named Jacob. And then Jacob grew up and had a bunch of sons. I mean, a lot of sons, 11 to be exact. Girls, can you imagine having 11 brothers? Hoo-hoo, that is a lot of stinky, smelly boys. Well, out of those 11 sons, Jacob had one son that he loved way more than the others. The boy's name was Joseph, and he was Jacob's favorite. Now, it's never a good idea for a parent to play favorites. Why? Because it makes all the other kids feel terrible. But unfortunately, Jacob didn't get that parenting memo, and his favoritism towards Joseph hurt the other ten sons' feelings and made them angry. If that wasn't bad enough, Jacob gave Joseph a gift that made his brothers super jealous. Because one day, Jacob pulled out a sewing machine and sewed a colorful Gucci jacket with a sweet fur-lined hood, solid gold buttons, and a pocket just for treats. It had a treat pocket. Well, okay, I made up the treat pocket part, but the jacket cost a ton of money and looked amazing. Who do you think Jacob gave the sweet Gucci jacket to? You guessed it. He gave it to Joseph. And every time Joseph wore that Gucci coat, it reminded his brothers that their dad loved him more than them. And do you think his brothers liked that? No way. 
they hated it. And they hated Joseph for being their dad's favorite. But Joseph loved the extra attention. He loved all the gifts and the privileges that his dad gave him. He got to stay up later than his brothers. He got twice as much ice cream after dinner, got to play video games while his brothers did chores, and he got twice as many Christmas gifts. Well, one day, Joseph's brothers had had enough and decided to teach Joseph a lesson. They ganged up on him, 10 verses 1, punched Joseph in the nose, bam, kicked him in the knees, bonk, poked him in the eyes, boink, ouch, and then ripped off his Gucci jacket. Then his jealous brothers threw Joseph into a deep hole in the ground. They were like, push, and Joseph was like, no. It was a really deep hole. No. Splat. Joseph hit the bottom. Joseph was having a terrible day. But it was about to get worse. As Joseph sat bloody, muddy, and crying in the bottom of the deep hole, the Bible says that his brothers in that moment saw a group of people called Ishmaelites coming towards them, riding across the desert on camels. And they got an idea. The brothers lowered a rope down to Joseph. And they said, hey, Joseph, we're sorry. Uh, let us help you up out of the hole. And Joseph thought, oh, thank goodness. Guys, I appreciate it. And they were like, psych! And then they sold Joseph to the Ishmaelite traders as a slave. The Ishmaelites put Joseph in handcuffs and dragged him off to a faraway country called Egypt, which still exists today. <sighs> Joseph's problems went from bad to worse. If he thought he had felt stuck in the bottom of that hole, he was in for a sore truth. When Joseph arrived in Egypt, the Ishmaelites sold him as a slave to a rich and powerful man named Potiphar. Cool name, huh? But God was with Joseph and helped him become Potiphar's most trusted worker ever. Potiphar liked Joseph a lot and put him in charge of everything that he owned. Even though he was hundreds of miles away from his home and his family, Joseph obeyed God, and he knew God was taking care of him. He obeyed Jesus even when everybody else around him wasn't. And once, Potiphar's wife tried to get Joseph to do something really bad. And Joseph had a choice to make. Man, I feel stuck in this moment. I feel pressure to do something that I know is wrong. But he made a decision. And he said back to Potiphar's wife, I'm not going to do that. And he ran outside. He told her, I'm not going to do something I know God doesn't like, no matter how much you try to make me do it. Well, Potiphar's wife was a bully, and it made her really mad when Joseph stood up to her. So she lied to her husband, Potiphar, and told him that Joseph did the bad thing that he had actually refused to do. And unfortunately, Potiphar believed his evil wife and her lie. He had Joseph thrown into prison, even though Joseph hadn't done anything wrong. So now, Joseph 
had been beat up by his own brothers, thrown into a deep pit, sold as a slave, was kidnapped, taken to a foreign country, and then framed by his boss's wife and thrown into prison. It would have been easy for Joseph to think that God wasn't looking out for him or was even mad at him, that he was so stuck he would never get unstuck. But that wasn't true, and Joseph knew it. He knew that God was with him and that he could trust God even when all the people around him let him down. Even though people mistreated Joseph and forgot about him, God never did. He was with Joseph the whole time, and God was with Joseph as he sat in jail for something he didn't do. And God caused the prison guard to become friends with Joseph. And just like Potiphar, the prison guard put Joseph in charge of the whole jail. You see, even though Joseph was alone and far from home, God was still taking care of him. Church kids, do you think Joseph felt stuck when his own brothers threw him into that deep hole? Of course he did. Do you think Joseph felt stuck when Potiphar's wife lied about him? Absolutely. Do you think Joseph felt stuck when Potiphar threw him in jail for something he didn't do? You bet. Do you think Joseph felt stuck sitting inside that dark, dirty prison? I can only imagine. But even though he was hurt and confused, Joseph knew something. No matter what bad things happened to him, God still loved him, and God was going to take care of him. Joseph trusted God's love for him, and that it would never quit. Do you remember that every story in the Bible points us to Jesus and his rescue plan for us? Well, many years later, when Jesus was on the earth, people accused him of things he didn't do and threw him in jail. Then, evil people hung him on a cross to die. Even though Jesus felt stuck, he trusted God his Father. He trusted that God would rescue him and use his obedience to rescue you, me, and the world from sin. The next time you feel stuck, ask Jesus to help you. Feel stuck in your anger? Ask Jesus to help you. Feel stuck in loneliness? Ask him to help. Feel stuck in school? Ask Jesus to help you there too. Are you stuck in a tree? Well, if you get stuck in a tree, you should probably ask your mom or dad to help you and then thank them uh, and Jesus when you get down. But just like Joseph, we can trust Jesus when we feel stuck. Why don't we take a second and talk to him right now together? Say, Jesus, thank you for always being with me, just like you were with Joseph. Help me to remember to ask you for help when I feel stuck. You were always listening and always ready to help me. I love you. Amen. Well, good night and have wonderful dreams. And I can't wait to talk with you tomorrow.